0: Today we have Jermaine yes. here with us. I'm Say with hello. Her. is here. Hi mm-hmm. And I'm Honey, and we are interviewing D'Lo Brown today. Yay! Yes. Hey. So excited about Thanks this. Thanks for having me, ladies. Thank you so
1: much.
2: No problem. Thank you for coming. How y'all feeling today? I'm
1: great. I'm great.
2: Oh, oh, how we feeling? Mm-hmm. I thought you said how y'all feeling so <laughs> today. Like selling. <laughs> <Hope so. laughs> <laughs> no. Cause that's the whole important. So <laughs> It's a mid
0: selling. So let's start off with our real question of the day. Mm -hmm. What does your perfect vacation look like? Ooh, childless.
1: No other humans. (laughs) Lots of liquor. Yeah. (laughs) And titties. I like my titties to be out. I'm actually going to Vegas tomorrow.
0: Yes. Yes, So my titties are
1: going to be out. Legit.
0: Aren't we just talking about how we wish we could just take off our clothes in public sometimes? Mm -hmm. Man. Mm -hmm. And just be free.
2: For me, it's somewhere on the beach. (laughs) Sand, sun, liquor, of course. Of course. Eye candy. Mm -hmm. That's all I need. And food. I would say, although I said no, I probably would take like my closest friends like like a girl's trip. No, kinda yeah, we wouldn't survive. <laughs> it was amazing. Like we did Vegas last year mm. and I won't even talk about it, but it was, it was girl's trip. Like, everything yeah. you saw in the movie was yes, no, for
1: real. I went to Punta Cana in May, mm. and I had to come back and get a pack. so. <laughs> it
2: was real,
1: real. I real lit. suggest that, but I'm just letting y'all know. It was a girl's motherfucking trip before the movie dropped, so. okay, so that would be, be the perfect
0: answer. Yes. And hot weather. Maybe hot. Hot. Yeah. Has to be. Has to be in hot weather. Of course. Has to be during the summertime period, because I think I just got so used to going on vacation like during the school year in the mm-hmm. summertime that no other humans at least right now that's my mood
2: right now no other humans on my vacation i feel like i should be able to decide like the day before if i want other people <laughs> yeah because my and do life, life, like, you know, i feel like exactly. being bothered do right? i really feel like <laughs> being bothered <laughs> you know baby mm-hmm.
0: Know.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: and lots of sunshine sunshine and good food i want it. so it has to be somewhere oh, international my gosh yeah,
1: yeah. Listen, if I have to say that, I would say Jamaica... Mm-hmm. be my number one for the food Punta mm-hmm. Canada's food tastes like nasty <laughs> it
3: just like that y'all it, it was so
1: bad like I lost literally five pounds on the trip wow. I swear to god oh like literally god. weighed myself the first day just on some crazy shit don't know why I didn't weigh myself the last day Where I was like wow cause I wasn't eating I was drinking but I was not eating the food, food tastes like trash. trash like uh trash Mexico Mexico-ish trash Mexican
3: <laughs> Republic trash,
1: trash. Georgia, okay like oh so <laughs> Jamaica I didn't take half the food, the niggas oh, Those Jamaican men Ate me up Yeah, guys.
2: I feel like I would be like how Stella got her group Yeah, like they like, let let love a nice fine Thick man,
1: listen Nice chocolate man They were there in their smiles They're not going to come back pregnant Man,
2: man Ringing everything, braids and all They're going to try to marry you Let me find Angela Bassett by the doctor Miami It's going down I need
1: to catch a sale on him or
2: something I really do. I wonder mean,
1: if he got some coming out for Black Friday. We'll see. We'll see. I'm trying to be like a two-for-one special
2: Stop <laughs> so, it. Like. I
0: bring a friend? Stop
1: yeah. referral? Yeah. Referral? No. Titties? I don't know. I don't know.
0: <laughs> so we only have a one-city update for real for real today. Um, Bamboo Detroit was having a, which is a co-working space in the city, they're having, which is also owned by a black woman, I believe, owned by a black woman, shout out to her. Um, They're having an event called Coffee and Coworking on Sunday, October 22nd from one to four p.m. Um, partnered with the Goal Getter Group um, you'll be working on building your website writing that blog post you've been putting off um, sending out email, email newsletter excuse me downloading and working on business plans so tons of things for freelancers um, to work on tons of different resources there'll be different speakers panels workshops is and it things. free it is free you can go Susan to com to, like Bamboo Detroit. Detroit. Free to sign up or you can search uh, coffee and co-working on mm-hmm. Eventbrite hmm. Cool. Love it. Uh, current hot topics. Hey. So, <laughs> for politics, right? We gonna save your hot topics. I know,
3: I am <laughs> <I'm> so <laughs> excited. <laughs> I'm so
0: excited. So, politics and city government. Um, So, everybody's been watching... The news is coverage of Colin Kaepernick and the NFL yeah. and the taking the peaceful protests well
2: it's been going on uh, with Colin for about a year mm-hmm. so yeah. but as of this past Sunday a lot of NFL teams have essentially jumped on the bandwagon mm-hmm. and owners um and they've kind of like co-opted the movement. So now, mm-hmm. when you look at the coverage, you basically don't see Colin at all, nope. and it's f- focused on these NFL players. Mind you, which a lot of these players initially spoke out against mm-hmm. Colin yeah. and mm-hmm. him taking a knee. Yeah, like and we don't see Colin because he don't have a job. He yeah. don't have a job. They, 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 <laughs> they, they, they black but they blackballed so him. They, they're now taking this idea of taking a knee in opposition to Trump. And as much as I hate Donald Trump, like, this, this, this not was not people. what this movement was about. Right. And they are they are erasing the whole purpose and the meaning behind mm-hmm. what Colin was trying to do. I know he probably sitting at home like, these, <sighs> these motherfuckers still don't get it. They still they don't get, get it. They it because they're just so Trump. offended by the, the knee, like, because um, Tim Tebow, when he took, took a, knee a, knee to a knee to pray, pray. they had A, a fit. fit. So it doesn't. It seems like it doesn't matter what it's for. They're just they're precious national. You know ads, they what, um, had a fit, and so he
0: started winning games. Tim Tebow and. This peaceful protest didn't start until Donald Trump attacked yeah. uh, Steph Curry mm-hmm. on Twitter. Yeah, exactly. And it didn't um, happen until somebody's golden boy, who's been winning games, gets mm-hmm. attacked by the president. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What I find
2: interesting, though, I watched a video he's earlier because he likes Golden. Or,
0: <laughs> <shut up. laughs> or because he's a Golden State Warrior. Girl, I don't about it. anyway. <laughs> she
2: did that. I was watching a video earlier today, and this guy was in, um, I think Times Square in New York. It was, I think it was a complex video. So they were interviewing people, asking them how they felt about the protest, and mm-hmm. you know, it was a bunch of white people, and they were like, "Oh, I don't think they should be kneeling." Da da da. And the dude was like, "Okay, well, can you uh, like tell me what the national anthem says? Like, sing the national anthem mm-hmm. or give me a line from the national anthem." <laughs> and they was like, "Oh, say uh, nah. mm-hmm. Like they don't even know the. Ad, something okay, that you don't I mean, even know. Like, mm. come on now. That's insane. I think people fail to realize like while the national anthem is, you know, something that we're used to doing, we were just kind of forced into it from the time we were kids. Yeah. So yeah, we didn't pay attention to the words and to the it. fact that we don't the, the US doesn't live up to the national I mean, anthem no matter how you sing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they should be more outraged about that than they are about people taking a knee. Like they're mm-hmm. minding their business, they're not bothering nobody, but when they start looting and acting crazy, they they yeah, wrong then to too. So, and even in even in response to the flag, like if you look at the constitutional code that goes with the flag, so many things that Americans do, like wearing the flag on a T shirt, uh, when they mm-hmm. hold it out on the field, mm-hmm. or you know. Um, or horizontally, mm-hmm. and just all these different things. Like when you got flag socks on, that's against the U.S. constitutional code for mm-hmm. the flag. And then like, "What are you're mad about them taking a knee?" But the these people that went to war, they fought Damn. so that we can have freedom of speech. Right. We can have freedom to do whatever exactly. it is that we want to do. So you got these vets that are out here, half of them all old and wrinkled, and they trying to get on their knees. <laughs> right. They can't I get, can get can back can up. <laughs> <they can't> <cry>.
1: You I, can't like. I, I thought about when you said wearing the American flag as apparel, and I thought about the bitches on the Fourth of July. Yeah. So have I mean, you come to the Black community and see what well, we make a two piece of mean ass two piece on the Fourth of July? Was, okay. and that is the best blue, red, and white you ever. Look.
2: And <laughs> like all this stuff, like when people have the flag on the back of their trucks, yeah. on the back of their cars, like that's against the, the constitutional code for the flag. So all this, you mad about something that's not even in re- like it's not even in reference to what the flag is about? And we waste so you much time talking about the Like, talk about the police brutality. Talk about the reason why he's taking people, people are out here burning their season mm. tickets. They are ridiculous. out burning Jerseys you said was, jerseys for doing it that. Type it was ridiculous.
1: It was ridiculous. You. He said, "I'm burning all my season tickets just because you people want
2: to kneel." And it's like. <laughs> So, you have a mental illness. Like, you just
0: wasted $800 a month. Also, yeah.
2: So, yes. it's like, what kind, of, what kind of job you got that you can afford to do this? Because at this point, let me get I out of here real <laughs> oh, oh, I ain't burned nothing. <laughs> I ain't I <laughs> Okay? I ain't burn, burn
0: shit.
1: <laughs> okay? Can't burn a
0: thing. So, speaking of Trump and his BS, mm-hmm. another Trump mm-hmm. was here. Uh, in the city, yeah. Ivanka. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the daughter, right? Yeah. yeah. Daughter. I begin to mix them. Mm-hmm. Um, no, because Ivana is the mama. Ivanka is that, the daughter, and mama. Melania yeah. is it's the wife. Mm-hmm. It's too many of them. It's a lot. Um, she was here in Detroit to promote STEM education. Of course, okay.
2: Dan Gilbert is
0: probably mm-hmm. the one.
2: Who yep. Was so, Biden hosted by Dan Gilbert and like a bunch of other tech billionaires and basically Mm -hmm. they've invested like three million into STEM education which what we talked about on the last episode it's very funny now that they're trying to get Amazon to come here Um, they're all of a sudden like oh, you know, we want to do this, and transportation, education, like, we've been telling y'all about this for how long, and now all of a sudden it's priority, but anyway, um, but they had like a day-long panel, um, and they're donating, I think, somewhere close to like $300 million to DPS um, Uh to focus on STEM education.
0: Can we just get teachers in the classroom? We say, still got vacancies. He has DPS. Who
2: are they? Who to. Exactly. Um, the vacancy is down, I think, from $250 to like $194. Because people
1: were desperate for a quick job.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. Which is still not good. And six more months, they're going to be gone. Oh, that turnover they're is going to be serious. Serious. It's going to be ridiculous. It's still
1: a disservice uh, to the kids.
2: Yeah. But uh, they did like a whole day long thing. It was like the Chamber of Commerce, and a bunch of people were all involved. And, you know, it has its pros and cons. I mean, number one, it's tied to Trump, so that's automatic time right there. Okay. Um <sighs> You know but it's going towards dps schools but it's, it's just so many like with a lot of things that are coming into the city is a double-edged sword mm-hmm. um especially with so many things that we have, have as citizens have been screaming about like transportation last year we had the whole transportation um like act on the bill and everything and then macomb county and Oakland county decided they want us out there wow. and they voted no and now, all of a sudden, everybody having these round table discussions. Oh, Amazon mm. wants to
0: come to the oh, city. Amazon we gotta can our to get our oh, yeah.
2: um
0: <laughs> <laughs> You know, uh, Monday and
2: Tuesday, DPS
0: actually had uh, the kids had the day off school. Yeah, it it hot, so, hot. because it was too hot because yeah, the AC in schools don't work. Yep. <laughs> can we donate some money to the buildings? Our old, they're all buildings. So, yeah. They um, don't even have to eat.
1: So, no, seriously. I know. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. And I heard Amazon wants to move into the old Northland. Well, Southfield suggested mm-hmm. that as a potential site for them. So y'all took Target away for Amazon? <laughs> wow. Bitch. I have to drive for 30 years for tampons now. And I'm just mad about it. Because <laughs> um, I'm not going to CVS. They charge more.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, I also heard
2: Ann Arbor um, throwing out some locations. Okay. Um, that's, that's where the headquarters of Barnes & Noble is. Yeah, okay. okay. So there can go. Um, and they have a Google I'm just on excited on. for the job. That
0: it it will bring yeah, jobs. As well as, as Amazon it now. Like, jobs. I want a drone to drop off cotton balls at my door when I run out. That hey, I don't, don't, don't want anywhere
2: near my <laughs> <laughs> They freak me out. Them, y'all. Oh. They really freak me out. They make me uncomfortable and don't that's come where funny. I live. <laughs>
0: that is funny. Uh, so moving on in business, beginning in October, there's an Ann Arbor company that's going to be testing two self-driving shuttles downtown. Mm. Hmm. That's creepy. Hmm. Um, Speaking of, of problems, creepy it reminds problems. me of some kind of dystopian sci-fi
2: novel. Yeah, that um, I would. It reminds not. me of a thing in uh, Delta Airport. Is that Delta or is that Northwest? Uh, uh, you talking Delta, about the Delta, tram? The, the tram. Yeah. Tram. Yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> I love
0: that. I mean, don't I'm worry. Like, are we this? <laughs>
2: Where are we going? <laughs>
0: Like, we already have the queue line. Mm. Why is there another form of transit being added? And it's self-driving. Being added, It's going to run somebody over.
2: <laughs> it's supposed to be, from what I read, it's supposed to be like a <laughs> test for Quicken Loans and affiliated employees in that area. Mm. They're using them as a pilot to see how to work, which would be interesting because that downtown area is already heavily populated. So as you mentioned, not including traffic, like cars and stuff, you got people walking around all day, every day. You got food trucks down there. You got mm-hmm. bikes down there. It's going to be very interesting to see and then downtown is confusing as hell to drive anyway. There right? is not enough is. cuss words and listen. So <laughs> when this think is definitely it. gonna be interesting. Yeah, mm. like one way, another one way. How does how does how does shuttle to know that wanna, the street this way? Then there's a giant fist I in the middle. I you <laughs> you're don't like, you like run into each other. That would uh, just be yeah. so fucking bad. But okay, I'm all right. So yeah, we'll see
0: last but not least in our hot topics so this is Shariah's topic her contribution she
2: wanted to talk about that. I wanted to contribute I so, was trying to do my
0: part so Kylie Kardashian Kylie Jenner K- not Kardashian K- yeah. Kylie Jenner that sounds very <laughs> weird. <laughs> <laughs> weird sounds terrible is actually. pregnant mm. supposedly mm-hmm. by, Travis by Travis Scott, Scott. Mm. of all people mm. of all people mm.
2: so for the longest good. time I thought that was group oh like <laughs> Travis oh, <Ward>.
1: <laughs> oh heavens <laughs> Oh,
0: heaven. Well so for the longest, I thought it was Kanye every time I heard a song because he sounds just he like him. He sounds just like him. So, like, is this a good business move for Travis? Because I feel like it's No, it's never good business It's never a good it's
1: business move. It's no, like what the Kardashians.
2: Kardashian. I mean, yeah, the Jenna Kardashian name now does not. It's not it good. It's oh, like, yeah. ah, when I found out she was pregnant, I was literally was like. Bitch, why? She no. just turned like 21 or 20, five. Didn't she, yeah. She's
1: five. Her baby can't even drink yet. She can't. How are you buying bottles? Baby bottles.
0: Oh. Not real bottles. That's it. And she that's still, sick. And can't drink. Oh my goodness, her 21st she, birthday. She's oh going to be pregnant. Well,
2: she she never uh, experienced
1: uh, what it's like to be a normal 17 or 18 or 19. Oh yeah, well she's going to
2: experience not. that no way. She, she seems to be the only one that struggles with that though. Like she's been very vocal about wishing that she was just like a regular girl, or normal girl. She could have been like, fuck Oh, I'm on my own shit. She could have been that way.
1: I think she chose to put herself in the limelight. Oh, she definitely did. I think
2: it was a All little bit of, of both. Because look at who her dad is and then her mom and her sisters. She was kind of going to be in the middle of it anyway. So even when they were younger and they weren't doing much of anything just because they were so young, they were still in the spotlight. Mm-hmm. She was ugly as hell. Oh, my She God. Was, <laughs> it was ugly She was as like Wednesday. But I mean, Adam's face. Oh, yeah. we creeped at her mama. Y'all knew. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Y'all knew it wasn't gonna take long because you know Chris be on the hustle. Chris so man. yeah, Chris mm. needs to open her own marketing firm because sis is doing sis it. Sis is on it. See, that's sis what sis should have been it. from
0: the beginning. They should have been a marketing yeah. firm yeah, after yes. Rob died, and that should have been it. Yeah. we mm. didn't need this TV. I was about to say it. Rob
2: is not dead, but his, dad, dad, his father <laughs> <not dead. laughs> is
0: dead. like
2: so we just go kill him. While <laughs> <laughs>
1: That is hilarious.
0: <laughs> All right, so that's it for our hot topics, Woo! our city updates and news. We're gonna take a quick commercial break, and then we will be back to start our interview with Miss D'Lo
2: Brown, comedian, yes. 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 yes, yes. Hey, everybody. This is Jermaine Pencil, one third of the New Kids, and owner of G Pencil Consulting. I work with young professionals, entrepreneurs, small businesses, and nonprofits to help take their organizations or personal development to the next level. To learn more about what I do, you can visit me at G Pencil, that's P-N-T-S-I-L, consulting.weebly.com, or check me out on Twitter at Jermaine Pencil, that's P-N-T-S-I-L. Hi, everybody. My name is Shariah. I'm one third of the new kids and owner of Marshall Career Consulting. I specialize in resume editing, CV editing, business plans and all sorts of business needs. My purpose is to help you have the career of your dreams and to make you the best worker or entrepreneur possible. I also work with small business assistants such as small business analysis and small business startup. I pride myself in not only helping you to make the best decisions for your business, but also for yourself. You can check me out at www.marshallcareerconsulting.com. You can also check me out on Twitter at Shariah, S-H-Y-R-I-A-H-M. Or you can also check me out on Instagram or Facebook, all under Marshall Career Consulting. And you do have the ability to book me at all of these sites. So, let's get back to the show. We are now. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back, guys. Hey. What up, though? So, we're going... Huh? Keep going. I'm sorry. <laughs> what? <laughs> nothing. I was about huh? to read nothing. What? I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. All right. So, <laughs> we're gonna get started with Miss D'Lo, who is a hilarious comedian. Yes. And yes. educator. Yes. So. We're gonna start with your profile. So are you Detroit native? East Side, West
1: Side? Well, first I wanna say hello everyone again. My name is D Lo Brown, the baddest bitch to ever do it. Yeah. Yeah, it's oh, a little time, little time. time to be a bad bitch. I was born and raised on Detroit's West Side.
0: Hey, West Side, we go! Okay. I want another
2: the majority of our guests <laughs> yes. have been proud Eastsiders. Mm. And, and we will forgive not, them no, for no, we that, we'll forgive that. proud, proud Eastsiders. But, you got and, you know, a baddie a bad West. And D-Lo is not a Western Bronco. So, <laughs> Oh, no. She's <like>, Oh <laughs> hell no. Hell no. So, so you yes. know, I'll let y'all have that one. I'll let y'all have that. I don't know what that is. I <laughs> know what
1: I you know what that is. So, what's your favorite Kong Island? Shit, probably Nikki D's, even though they (laughs) really? They, you know what? I went to. Get me a chicken pita about a week ago. You know, it's time for my cheat meal and shit. And so something in my spirit was like, "Don't do this cheat meal. You ain't gotta have your cheat meal every week." You know, but I believe in cheat meal every week. <laughs> so I go and get it. I get the chicken pita. I get in the car and I can smell it. And I'm like, "This don't smell right." But I was blown, so I'm like, "I got to go home." It is. <laughs> so I get home. I open it. I'm like, "I'm not eating this. It just doesn't smell good." So I was like, "I'm gonna play around with the pita bread." So I ate some pita bread. Then I picked the up one little piece of chicken. Because I just seen this little piece of chicken looking at me. I was looking at it. So, I put it in my mouth, y'all. I go to so bite on it. Something bit me back. It was a fucking... You know the um, bread tie? Uh-huh. From the bread? Like, you tie your bread uh-huh. in the chicken It was feta. cooked into my pizza. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, oh wow. So, awesome. Nikki D still my favorite. <laughs> so. Just letting know. That's like a you know, letting y'all know, y'all just there. I went up there to get my money back, but I, I think I'm gonna stay away just for a little bit. Maybe less cheat meals, but yeah, something like sure. this
2: probably. <sighs> Let's Lesson learned. Cheat meal was
1: like, oh, you want Less to cheat? Lesson
2: learned. Right. <laughs> we gonna <laughs> cheat today. <and> <laughs> so, where did you go to um, high school, oh. Which, college? Where? Oh, where did you only the to... best schools of the
1: best. I went to Renaissance High School, the number one school, the best. There is second to none, nothing like that. The one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, <laughs> and ten. <laughs> After that I went on to Michigan State University go green and go white okay. so yeah and right now I'm in um, grad school at Wayne State
0: Yay. getting oh, my glory.
1: masters and all that good stuff so get it, girl yeah,
0: I'm trying yes. I'm trying. What are you getting your degree in?
1: Educational Leadership and Administration aka give me that refund check yes. So <laughs> here's
2: a refund that's check I'm waiting on right Okay that's it um so, speaking of college, mm-hmm. what was your first job out of college and uh, what inspired you to get into comedy?
1: Um, so, my first job out of college uh, was a college advisor over at Osborne High School. Mm. Over on the east Shout out side to my 205. <laughs> I'm well respected over there. But, um, yeah, I uh, worked with the little children getting them on to college and just helping them with that transition from high school into post-secondary education. Um, so, that was a, a great experience. I
0: was just about to ask, how bad? Because that? That? Jermaine works with children as yeah. well, but she works with babies, a lot of I the, work babies. the little small ones. I was shocked
1: Hmm. um, because I literally had to learn another part of Detroit. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I dealt with kids who had problems of 40-year-olds. Like, it was was unreal. And just to see how some of our people are living in this city was crazy. So I just tried my best to nurture them as much as I could, give them a love, because they're lacking a lot of love. Hmm. That's what it is. And, um... Try to just teach them shit and try to get them to stay out these streets and stay focused and shit. So yeah, because
2: yeah. I think for it's that's four eight two zero five. Yes, right? my I think that's considered center. one of the uh, more dangerous oh, yes. zip codes mm-hmm. in the yes, city it is, in the nation. Yeah, more, so yes. a, it is a lot of problems over there. Yes, it um, is. And so I can definitely imagine mm-hmm. my um, experience. my first week there,
1: I witnessed a brawl on the front line of Osborne. I'm talking. It had to be 50 plus people. I've never seen anything. Like, this is my first week there. I'm fresh out of college. Lived on the west side of my whole life. So to see something like this on a school's. And that's front like lawn, seven mile. I mean, right off seven mile at Hoover. Yep. I'm like, fuck. This is actually exciting, but fuck. <laughs> you want to shout World Star, I'm but like, <laughs> you know, but it just showed me like, this is Detroit. Yeah.
2: This is really what we're made of. So hey. You either with it or you're not. So, very true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what's the uh, the contrast like? Like, would you dealing with those type of things during the day and then during your comedy? Like, how do you balance the two? They help
3: me.
1: I take my life, like my daily life, and I write off of that. Mm-hmm. So a lot of my jokes have come from me working on the east side or working with kids and being around different people in the workplace and different experiences and then me growing through that and how it's shaped me into a woman. So I literally use my real-life experiences and I turn them into my jokes. It's rare i ever use anything that's just 100% made up. Mm-hmm.
2: Like, yeah. So, how did you get, like, what was your first, like, I want to do comedy, like, what inspired that whole comedic Mm. journey for you? These checks are not enough. (laughs)
1: Let's let's be clear, (laughs) these nine to five checks ain't enough, but you you know, I've always been a funny girl. I knew when I was a kid, I'm like, girl, you got something in you, you might can be. It might I it be know. something. It be something, but what is it? When I was little, I didn't necessarily know exactly what it was. Mm. But as I got older, I would always hear people, you're so funny, you're so funny, you should be a comedian. I'm like, eh, I don't know. But I always, I was always in school plays, always in the choir. So I was always on stage, always in the spotlight, um, just doing shit. So it's like, when I was in college, I'm like, I don't think I'm going to be working in the workforce for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. But I knew I had to get this degree or my my daddy would cuss me the fuck out. So it's like, (laughs) let me go ahead and finish. And so when I came down here and I was at Osborne, I remember one day I was in the um, counselor's office, just breaking down. She's like, what's wrong? I'm like, this is not what I'm passionate about. I love these kids to death. Said, but my heart isn't here. You know what I'm saying? I said, there is something tapping on me, telling me to dig deep into myself and pull out whatever it is. At the time, I still didn't know. It was like 2014. And so in 2015, um, I went to a stand-up show with my friends at 211 Ultra Lounge. And they were like, come on, you better go on stage. And I said, who? Like, no, I'm not. And and they were like, yes, you are. Go ahead. And at that time, I had been writing little stuff in my phone. So I went up there, did it, and I won second place that night yes. off some fluke shit. Yes. <laughs> so then I never touched the mic again. I never touched the mic again for a whole year. I just kind of pondered, and I was just like, maybe I could really go far with this shit. So from there, here we are. (laughs) So yeah. So how many um, comedy shows have you done so far? Um, My own comedy shows, I've produced three, working on the fourth one now. But as far as stand-ups around the city, I've done at least over a dozen. Yeah.
2: Somehow I saw you at uh, Niecy's. Yes.
1: Concert, yes. Shout out to Nisi. Shout out to my girl. You want to know something? Nisi actually inspired me to do my live at twenty five show because she had the year before for her twenty fourth birthday, she did a concert. It was was so fucking inspired. I was like, oh wow. I wonder if I could pull some shit off like that. And shit, I sure did. I I sure did. Show. Thank you.
2: So um, how did you feel after your first comedy show in Detroit? Um, And have you ever experienced stage fright or just kind of?
1: Oh, yeah, Um, stage fright. I get my little my butterflies right before but you know I take a deep breath and I realize <sighs> people are here to see me. I have to give them an opportunity to laugh and enjoy me. So all that scary shit is out the window once I, I touch am the that shit mic, in Okay. Yeah. I'm a baby. Okay. And I'm here. You <laughs> see me. Um my first show was surreal. I couldn't believe that all these people even wanted to come and see me. It was a small show. I think it was hell, like 55 people. <laughs> but when I out the flyer the tickets literally sold out in less than two days and i was like oh my god so i went up there did my thing i felt really good and i got a lot of good feedback so right then there i'm like okay i think i can actually do something with this so it was great great feeling
2: and so are you currently uh working a day job now you don't have to say where oh it's okay Okay. i I probably won't say where but yes i do work a day job
1: yes 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 still in education yes still in education i am the director over a mentoring program um for my residential girls that live on campus so Mm -hmm. i've got to keep the foreign paid for so yes i
2: do have a day job Yes. Yes. yes So how do you um, how do you separate the two? Like with social media being a big platform, how do you, you know, separate your students from you know well, your comedy shows? The good of? part
1: is they can't have cell phones. So <laughs> there you go, right there. Um, you know, one of my old Osborne babies called me a bad bitch one day, and I was just like, Listen, I just don't I don't am I know y'all grown up now, but I'm like, eh. But my current job, they don't have, they can't use cell phones, so I'm, I'm good on that.
2: I was substitute in fifth grade one day at my old job, and they had cell phones, and I have, I was listening to music, uh-huh. and one of the kids was like, oh, I'm about to follow you on Snapchat. No, like, you're not. No you're, no, you're not. You're not, you're not. gonna do anything Absolutely like not. that
1: no, no block, absolutely not delete okay
2: I'm flattered like
1: tell
0: me but no, they're okay. to block you just I never had Snapchat. It.
2: Like, <laughs> I have so many younger family members
0: <laughs> and older I have so many family members period block them so, mm, listen
2: block, block, I have block. like my little cousin started following me the other day and I'm just like but I'm not on Snapchat a lot mm. so I don't care mm. about her following me on there but it's like sis you're already on Facebook man it's too much, much. and like she literally <laughs> follows my every move so I'm like I have to be real careful yeah. of what I can let oh, her sure. see my
0: little cousin just started going to Wayne State and I'm trying to figure out like what we can do together because mm. I told her I was like I was about to take you to the bar and then I realized you were 18 mm. and I was irresponsible and then I didn't care and then after that I rethought it again and I was like no <laughs> I have I,
2: like yeah. I have cousins too who come up here like they're in school down south so they come up here and they're like yeah what's to do and I'm like you are not 21 okay so, so there's nothing, nothing you can't nothing, nothing that's good for you okay at night, have, um, a <laughs> have, fun. have a good day <laughs> <laughs> But it's that so busy because I know when I was a kid, I hated that. Man, but hey. Like, you're not about to discount me. I'm coming with the girl. It
1: is, it is.
2: <laughs> so, what does a, a day in the life of D Lo look like?
1: Oh cool. It's busy. It's so busy. Um, I work full time, I go to the gym at least five, six times a week. Shout out to my weight loss journey. Um, I've lost That's 70 like pounds. You. Thank Yay. you. Yes. Over like a course of two and a half years. I appreciate it. Um then working on some comedy stuff more than likely, um or doing a show throughout the week, and staying away from fuck niggas. For
2: hey, sure. that's a job. It's a that's, a time. Time. that's a job. Full time, time right there. Full time. For real. But with I, no benefits. Yeah, nah. No. <laughs>
1: No, but I'm in this stage in my life where the focus is literally on me, so my days don't go wasted. If I feel like it's something that's going to waste my time, I don't involve myself in it. So, that's that's
2: it. You smart. Smart. (laughs) Very. Is there there a a specific industry that you're wanting to jump into? TV, radio,
1: Um, Right now, radio has been on my mind. Um so this is perfect yeah because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I need to take that leap of faith out of corporate and really get into something that's really going to get my voice out there and, and my Detroit Radio name. needs to they yeah. need it they need think it think they need it God I listened Detroit to the radio, radio last night oh my god and the topic was so fucking juvenile it was something like if a man offer you $50 to have sex would you and I was like I
2: can't believe that then this is a topic on the radio I said where's the substance and it's it's, it's crazy terrible. because I think like for me growing up with number one Detroit radio being Detroit Radio yeah. like
0: Like I love Delicious so much, but I she don't.
2: is not <laughs> sis gotta go. She's not a but talent, like I also like, like, even that, like she I remember like, the, like the Quiet Storm and yes. like. So all of that yeah. trying to win scream tour tickets bro yeah. like what and I now got 17 know. phones y'all yeah. of them. Never never more calling my place. Yeah. Yeah. like hey call in at this
1: time bro we
0: need a low radio <laughs> take yeah. on yeah. 2018 okay. Ready. yeah
1: so I'm hoping to get into radio and eventually into acting mm-hmm. um I'm pretty good at that shit <laughs> so <laughs>
0: Yeah, eventually, you know, but
1: I'll work my way there. So radio is my priority right now.
2: Okay. Yeah. So do you, um, well, I guess you kind of answered this one already about planning <laughs> on staying in education. So we'll got the answer for that? Yeah, no.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so is the plan Please. to
2: do uh, comedy full
1: time? Definitely. Okay. Definitely. That's the route I am going, so.
2: Have you set like a timeline for yourself? Or I have. You?
1: I actually have. This By this time next year, I'm going to be out of
2: corporate. Okay. I mean, that's Yeah. I took a leap out of corporate. Mm-hmm. And because uh, I was like, I, with my degrees and where I was, I was working in my field, mm-hmm. but just the, um, like emotional strain, oh, the man. physical strain, the mental it's strain that comes along with it's it. Because it was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and then I, I was working in a 365, 24-7 business. Mm-hmm. I was working at one of the casinos. So that means wow. I'm on call oh, all the time. Wow. From as soon as I walk in there to even when I leave, y'all calling me, I'm on vacation, y'all sending me text oh, no. messages about stuff? Like Absolutely
1: not. Absolutely not. not. So, oh,
2: no. <laughs> Don't have time for that. Mm-hmm. So, what steps do you take to evaluate yourself and uh, determine your next big steps? Hmm. Well, I try to see... Um, What's my
1: progress? Am I being stagnant? How many shows am I doing? What's my performance like at the show? Um, Am I being relevant right now? Am I on social media promoting myself? Um, Are people interested in what I got? Even if they're not, I know whatever this next big step is is gonna make them interested,
0: so. What does your support system look like? Do you have people that will like check you like when you've like either done something that maybe they haven't received well, or that they think you can do better? Do people, do you have people that speak up? I like that?
1: absolutely have people like that in my corner. I need that. Um, I have a very small team. What I've learned over the last year and a half, you can't have everybody on your shit. Everybody cannot be a part. People have hidden motives. And oh, yeah. there are people that I've been friends with for years I had to let go yeah. because of, you know, things that happened to us business-wise. Um, but I do have people in my corner. I know uh, this past weekend I hosted a show for Milfie. And right before I walked on stage, um, my creative director, Leah Hill, told me, she said, who's here, by the way, shout out, <laughs> quiet, shout out to yeah. her. I Shout out to her. She straight up told me, she said, Oh, and put some bass in your voice. <laughs> you know, I, said, I, said, I was like, Yes, ma'am, I have a bass. I was like, Hello, I'm Delo Brown. <laughs> so, yes, I have people, um, they come to my shows um, when I perform throughout the week. As soon as I'm off the stage, how did I do? And they give me that feedback, like, Okay, this night you were real mellow, blah, 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 boom, boom, boom. Or you did really well, blah, blah, blah. And um, I rehearse with my people. Um, I have writing sessions with them all of that good stuff so yes we're a very small team very small
2: you Do bring you, up something interesting I'm bad but you bring up something interesting mm-hmm. like I think that we are so conditioned to think that just because we go up with somebody or that we have somebody with mm-hmm. us throughout college or throughout like our 20s that we have to have this person along with us mm-hmm. as we take our next big step or our next big
0: that's job. probably my hardest lesson mm-hmm. in life to learn that's the thing that I get hung up on the most yeah. is not being able to bring everybody with me and,
2: and it, sometimes and it's not necessarily bad yeah. like okay. it's just mm-hmm. it's just life we're we not on the same way. way yeah and if yeah. they really are friends or they family that, whatever they're understand. gonna understand they're, they're not gonna, understand. gonna be mad exactly. like I'd be real happy when people be like you ain't gotta come with me i am just like yes. <laughs> break <laughs> I'm free or <laughs> <Far laughs> when people understand that
0: they can't come with me I really appreciate friends who are like you know like this part of your journey isn't yeah. for me yeah. it's cool like we'll link up later on yeah. or we'll link up somewhere yeah. else yeah. if and you need me you know how to find me exactly if you need me know how to find me I appreciate those people and I strive to be that person like I'm not
2: gonna it's be important. in touch with to everybody important. the time. Important. I've, um I think that we we've talked about that a lot. Like yeah. it's come up on a couple of different episodes about just being able to know what's in your lane and what's mm-hmm. not and giving it to the next person. Like I had somebody come up to me like, "Yeah, I'm an artist." I was like, "Talk to Honey," because I I not do <laughs> nothing. I, ain't got
1: time. I don't nothing, bro. I can um, draw. People sticky. be like, "I need a business plan." <laughs>
3: I'm like,
2: oh, "Jermaine." <laughs> like, like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I really don't, like don't ask me nothing about art. I got you. I'll purchase a picture. <laughs> that is funny. That is funny. So what's um? What are your biggest creative? uh, Who are your biggest creative influences?
1: Gosh, I love Monique. Yeah, I love yes. Mo fucking Nick. I love Mike Epps. Um. I love Oprah, even though she's not a comedian. Hmm.
2: That's so my that yeah, The business,
1: contrast in that one's me. Hmm. That business aspect of her, that's how the fuck I see. I want to be the Oprah of a comedy Yeah. Like, literally yes. sitting at the fucking top, okay? Because so.
2: Oprah does
0: it all. She, she does it all. She's she behind the screen. She's like, on the screen. Me, that is she's what I everywhere. want. <laughs> yeah. so. I look at her and Diddy. Her and oh, Diddy are probably... Yeah. I just watched Can't Stop, Won't Stop, like, last week. Diddy is my, like, Diddy is goals. I want to be my favorite. She's right genius.
2: That man's a genius. My he's favorite thing about genius. Diddy is he's so like cutthroat with you. Yeah. What do you want? Yeah. No, this is not happening. And that is like, that makes me not feel so bad for mm-hmm. being like, you put your fucking put- foot down. One that's yeah. like, nah, like, yeah. I-, I ain't got time for this. A but closed even, mouth doesn't get fed. That's very mm-hmm. true. Like, even with Oprah's journey, like, you know, you see a lot of times where people are like, she started as an intern that got fired mm-hmm. to her having her own production company. Mm-hmm. Like, she was on TV for years, and one day she woke up and was like, you know what? I don't want to be anybody's face mm-hmm. anymore. I want to be my own. Face. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so I'm gonna put out my own content, and y'all just gonna have to get with it to get oh, And yeah. call it own. And, fuck. And, I'm call on. <laughs> and I'm <gonna> call it own. We're network,
1: bitch. Like, like yeah. I'm here. I'm here. Are so.
0: there any other comedians in the city, or just performance in the city in general that you like really, really fuck with, or did you ride for? Um,
1: you know what, my good friend Josh Adams, he's mm. a comedian. Um, he hosts Marble Bar every Tuesday, and he's at Snickers on Wednesdays. So he's great. Um, he's been a real Helps to me. Mm. Um, we talk. He gives me great feedback, great advice. Not a lot of people will do that. Mm. Yeah. Um, Especially if you like end of doing in the same yeah. industry. And the Detroit comedy scene here is actually weird because it's a lot of old motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. So That's when I see this new young girl sometimes i got glasses on stage they like who the fuck is she but then by the time i leave the stage you coming up to me like so who are you again so what's that like being a woman too oh my god more more than likely i'm literally probably the only woman performing when i go to these stand-ups i use that to my advantage I go on that stage and put that bass in my voice like Leah said and I do my <laughs> thing and I show these niggas that I can do it too and I can more than likely do it better than you. Hey.
2: Yes. So, yes. <laughs> I think that's, that's good for a lot of uh, young girls yes, to be able sure. to see like, oh, d can do it mm-hmm. I can too. Like, because yeah, sure they don't yeah, really sure, have yeah. a lot, like even like you mentioned Monique. Mm-hmm. We don't see too much of Monique exactly. no more after everything with Lee bang right. and all that yeah, kind of stuff. So, like, we so, so, really had, so unfair. really have so unfair. So unfair. But even across industries like, being the only woman especially being a black woman mm-hmm. and then being a young black woman mm-hmm. like those three things are like three indicators that you look around and mm-hmm. everybody don't Nobody you looks not like not and then another or, thing that plays a part is like your confidence level is very high which is a, a compliment thank you. but you know when some people see that like they she's like young that. she's black mm-hmm. and she thinks she cute mm-hmm. what what <laughs> Absolutely not.
1: i never forget i um I was doing a show at Punchline, and I actually still had my bobby pins in my hair because I was doing a pin curl. But it was cute because Rihanna was making bobby pins. Yeah, yeah. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Ree. Shout out to Ree. So I'm sitting down waiting to go up and it's a packed fucking house and it's these two girls kind of sitting next to me. And I hear them talking shit about me. I literally hear them and I'm like, I know they don't know who I am. It's okay. So then Foolish uh, introduced me and I hear them say like, oh, she performing. So as soon as I got on stage, I said, I want everybody to know I'm the baddest bitch to ever do it. Then I catered a joke just to them.
3: Ooh, just yes. so they can
1: know. Bitch, you have no idea who I am. Okay, you paid your money to come in here to see me. Because little do you know I'm headlining tonight. Thank you very much. So sometimes you have to let people know. And I hate that it's like that with black women. It's like don't be like that. Because then you're gonna really bring out the black woman in me. And I don't want to have to set you straight. But don't knock another woman's confidence out. You have no idea. And what you I never
2: know who you're gonna need. You never like, know. And you don't know who they went through know. to get you. You have no we idea. We are not, some of us are not born with this confidence. We exactly. have to work. To build It's head, like you know, sure. I know I got things. Mm-hmm. I know I got a big head. My head is huge, you know what I mean. <laughs> and I gotta work to be able to be like I got a big head mm-hmm. and I'm cute. That was <laughs> for real. You for don't real. always just start off like that. Exactly. It it's, it's, like it's hard, hard work, exactly. And it's yes. unfair yes. to just kind of mm-hmm. you know do that to somebody like oh yeah, she's, she's big, she got yeah. a big head, yeah. she's skinny, she just it's like mm-hmm. for for what? Like mm-hmm. why are you wasting your time talking? Why are you being a hating ass bitch? Why you just be on the
1: well,
2: I just love that. been to that show. Trust I mean, me. Okay. i like, use you you your money from Mister
1: Body's body Thank you girl. so much. <laughs> you and and <laughs> you're <a> going <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. So, yes. All right, well on that note, we're going to take a commercial I'm
2: going to unplug the fan from the wall. <laughs> I do this oh, like every I, time. I do it every time. She waiting like, for so we're about going go take hey, a break why? so I can plug the fan back in because it's hot as hell. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I have about uh, five bundles in my head. Shit. So we'll be back? <laughs> Hey guys, my name is Hania
0: Cross, but everybody calls me Honey. I'm a project manager and creative consultant. Currently, I offer event and brand management services to creative entrepreneurs in the city. You can find me on Instagram at Honey underscore Spiffy. That's at Honey underscore S-P-I-F-F-Y. Or you can visit my website at www.hania-cross.com.
2: We're back. There you go. Wait a minute. Girl, listen, this is a rough night. That we, oh, that we are recapping like own. a lot of stress. It in. was. I'm it was. Stressed. It was a celebration. That a lot of stress. <laughs> anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Miss d Yeah. What has been the scariest part of your uh, either comedic or educational career so far? Or both? Uh-huh. Right. Or both? Being confident even when it hurts. Mm-hmm. Like
1: bad shows sometimes or audience may be off, and I'm just speaking from my comedic um, career. Keeping my poker face and still being able to deliver even when the energy isn't right. It's scary. Learning Mm -hmm. how to deal with different crowds and making sure you have different sets for different venues. That's a very scary thing, but I know it's a part of making my career whole and being able to be 100% in my career. I have to be able
2: to Be that versatile, so.
1: Yep, that's probably the scariest
2: part. So on the the opposite side of that, what's been the most rewarding part of your career so far? Ah, being labeled as a bad bitch.
1: It's been (laughs) great. I mean but you know what it's rewarding seeing everybody and everybody seeing me like people know like oh you're into comedy now it's not a secret anymore mm-hmm. you don't have to second guess it and people just support me and coming to my shows and continuously supporting me and asking me oh when's the next show it's like oh shit okay i might be doing something right so that's very rewarding.
2: yeah And i think you you're creating a brand because you've branched off into your shirts mm-hmm. and so people you know they want to know when you when can i get shirts? With yes. my shirt ass. Yes. You know, so that's. Yeah. Can
0: you kind of explain, like, oh, of course. What a time to be a bad bitch. <laughs> yeah. like, how did where did it come from?
1: How did you discover where did it come from? Um, what does it mean? So, what a time has actually been around for years. If you followed me on Twitter, the, my um, Twitter name has been What a Time to Be a Bad Bitch for over two years. And when I first got really serious and I got a team together and I told them what my vision was and everything, we sat and we had a conversation and we said, I said, you guys, I think I want to name one of my shows, What A Time To Be A Bad Bitch. Now this was over a year ago. They told me no. They were like, it's not going to be relevant. It's not going to be popping. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to still be saying What A Time, because at this point, what is A Time To Be Alive had dropped the mixtape. Mm-hmm. So I rode that way. And you know, when they told me like it's not going to pop in a year, I was discouraged. So I mm-hmm. honestly, I didn't bring up What A Time for a very long fucking time. But then it just so happened, I had a show in April and about three or four weeks before the show we uh, dropped the promo video and before we actually dropped it, we were editing it and the title popped up at the end and the title was originally Is This a Joke? And I I just seen this dog ass video With me and some mink and, and, and some bus And we gonna call the show Is that a, is joke? a joke I said this sounds like A fucking joke right now So Uh Breanne Um Great to photographer to Shout out to Breanne My baby That's my baby She said d you need to change The name of your show I said
0: You show us like Bre- here
1: That oh. sounds like Breanne I said I don't know. fucking know And Uh One of my homies was like Oh, what the time to be a bad bitch I said shut the fuck up I said you think I can like b- Resurrect that name and bring it back And he was like hell yeah I said I'm scared like You can't just call a show with bad bitch I'm like I'm selling tickets to my family And he like and your family has to accept you. And I'm like, you're right. So shit, we dropped that flyer and we dropped that video. Everybody's like, oh shit, you is a bad bitch. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm okay. is so a bad I bitch. I am a bad <laughs> bitch. So every time people would see me after the show, it's like, whoa, what a time. Hey, bad bitch, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, shit, I'm all about the money. So I thought like, all right, I'm gonna test it out, see if some t-shirts can sell. I sold almost 100 t-shirts in less than like three weeks. Oh, yes. and so I was just That's like, so- okay. This, this is it well, this is this. my brand this is my baby and I'm very protective of my ba- baby and I want people to know this is me and this is what I represent and I'm gonna be a bad bitch today day I die I it in front of my parents I it in front of my grandma I don't give a fuck <laughs> I'm a bad bitch
2: <laughs> so there it is so what advice would you give to somebody who wants to get entertainment who get into entertainment or who just wants to explore their talents outside of their corporate job or something that they've been going to school for I say do it you literally have one life
1: to live okay I buried my cousin today he was 21 years old you have one life to live so you might can say oh I want to do this but you don't even know if next week is promised for you mm-hmm. so don't sit there and question yourself go out there and do it if this is something you know you might want to
2: dabble in just do it who the fuck gonna stop you so do it that's real. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times we get hung up on well, what if it don't work? Yeah. what if I get or what do people think? Yeah. Fuck
1: what people think. People ain't paying your bills, are they? So, Look, no. Do what you want to do and live your best life. Please live your best life. You don't have to live how your parents lived or how they think that you should live. I'm learning that in my 20s. This is literally me. I'm literally yeah. the fucking captain of this ship right here. So. Yeah. I'm going to fucking drive it how I want to. So if we're going from Atlantic to Pacific, that's where the fuck we're going. So
2: that's what it is. So just get up and do it. So how do you stay inspired? Like, what do you use to refill your creative well? <sighs>
1: I get tired of the same old, same old that I see around the city and just in the entertainment industry. Everybody's really kind of caught up on rap and modeling, and I feel like the comedy game has kind of just fell off the way Fell off. Yet. Or comedy has a new meaning. People think Instagram videos is, is comedy, it means... and it's not. So I take advantage of that, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do the old school way, and I'm going to inspire myself and others to realize like I really want to be a true stand-up comedian. Yeah. So I think just with audience different shit going around the city that's not curtailing to comedy. It's like, shit, I'm going to take this, I'm going to ride this wave, and I'm going to build this brand. I'm going to be the top dog of comedy and make y'all understand what it really is. So, yeah.
2: What are some of your favorite tools to use, like, in terms of books, podcasts, um, maybe, like, shows to watch, you know? Hmm.
1: You know... I like podcasts sometimes. My attention span can be a little short. Real. Real. (laughs) Um, I love Netflix. I actually get uh, some of my inspiration from watching series like Shameless and shit. Okay. Let's see how fucked up they are.
0: (laughs) You gotta watch the British version too, because
1: it's even worse. It's even worse. I had no idea it was originally a UK
2: show and all that shit. So I was like, oh.
0: I'm a real big BBC fan. I prefer the Brits.
2: She mean. she means the British TV show, by the way. <laughs> That's the other meaning. Oh, oh, oh. I'm like, This is like a
0: jury channel. Okay. <laughs> you know, this is a PG 13 <laughs>
1: podcast. <laughs> oh, I've been cussing.
0: This is a hard a hard
1: podcast. It's R. Usually it's R yeah, um, okay. so. during
2: commercial breaks, okay. and then, like we try to be politically correct—not well, not politically wow. correct, but you know, try to not. Nice. Yeah. My, but... so my, my, my mama listened to this. Oh, mama, I'm so sorry. My mama, my
0: auntie. Oh no. Because it's fine. Okay. She got to say this. I right.
2: love her. Mm. It's you. They got to accept all of You got yes. to. It's so hard sugarcoating in my language. I'd be like, shit, no. <laughs> so in terms of Detroit and in terms of progress, where do you think our generation, and I mean like millennials, where do you think we are needed the most in order to move Detroit in a way that reflects us and change. I think we're actually needed right here in the
1: city. A lot of us, we get so tired and we want to go move to California and Atlanta and New York and we just leave in the city where it's at. We need to get in these communities. We need to get into these schools. These are our little brothers and sisters yes. going to these fucked up DPS schools. And then you're going to get mad in 10 years when they robbing you somewhere. And mm-hmm. I'm dead serious because I've seen it with my own eyes. Uh, we need to band together. Let's take advantage of us all knowing each other because we all know each other. Yeah. Start these fundraisers, um, get out here, help clean up this city, cut this crime out and become one. And the thing is, we have so much at our feet, like with technology and then a lot of us aren't brilliant. A lot of us did go to college and finished high school, unlike the generation before us. So it's like, why not use that shit? We got the social skills, the educational skills to really move this city. We sit here complaining about the gentrifiers and the white people. We're going to keep complaining. They're literally going to take this whole fucking city. So it's like, get off our asses, join together, sit down, have these business meeting quick meeting to throw these fucking ten dollar events and actually do something. Hmm.
2: So you bring yes. up something interesting though and that's something that we talked about with our episode mm-hmm. with Quaku and oh, yes, Aaron. Yes. Quaiku. Shout, Quaiku. Shout Quaiku. out to him. He said hi guys and I yes. to tell you. Yeah yes. so yes.
0: he's so yeah. wonderful.
2: But uh him and another young lady I know they went to Howard her name mm-hmm. is Aaron. Yes. They're, they started like this resurgence or mm-hmm. like uh, returners of Detroit mm-hmm. group Um, And so I think that's something that's very, like, positive and we need to put more initiative into that because we are coming to an age where we can enact so much change, but Mm -hmm. people are so reluctant to either stay or come back because they're so used to old Detroit and, like, all the things that have happened. And I've been seeing a bunch of people, like, I ran into um, Tay from Mm -hmm. Dormtainment like, over the weekend. Mm -hmm. I was like, you back in Detroit? Like, for real, for real? Like, oh, He's from Mm -hmm. Detroit? Yes, girl. Mm -hmm. We'll talk about that in a second. Um, So yeah, I think that's something that's very important. Yes, it is. Uh, So where do you see yourself? And this is a question that a lot of our guests generally hate, but every last one of (laughs) me actually. (laughs) I hate it and I wrote it. Right. Hard question. Where do you see yourself in five years? On the
1: big screen. Okay. Yeah. I got goals to reach. (laughs) Saturday Night Live is coming. Yeah. I told myself when I, I I was a senior at Michigan State. I said, bitch, you got till you thirty to get on Saturday Night Live. I'll be twenty six this Saturday, so yes. Yes. time is ticking. happy birthday. birthday! Thank you very much. Time is ticking, so in five years I will be on the big screen. There's no question or doubt about that.
2: Yes. yes, yes. Speak them into existence. Yes, of
1: course. Yes. You have to. I the most humble way. Uh, I'm gonna work very hard to get to that point. Oh
2: so, yes. So our last official question: mm-hmm. If you could switch places with anybody <laughs> in the world, <laughs> who would it be for one week? <laughs> got for one week. week. <laughs> You got one
0: week. <laughs> you got their money. You got their money. You got, got their
1: problems
0: too. Right. They so. connections.
1: All of that. As soon as you said problems, I took a step back <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> bitch. At first, I was gonna say Beyonce, but then I cannot imagine what it's like to even hold even. my tongue like that like, mm. I couldn't do it, love you love know, it. and you got three kids it and you got
0: three kids
1: bro. it's insane you know what How out twins oh Jesus it's crazy I'm gonna say Riri I like yeah I like how free spirit Riri is I love what she's doing right now just she's popping she's popping she,
2: and she put in these patents
0: for Fenty Liquor work, we about to get a liquor sponsorship that's why I was so inspired by Diddy and he was talking about like we need to create wealth we need to create generational wealth like having a a liquor company yes. is smart. a big fucking right deal okay. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> that is a big deal like mm-hmm. the fact that Diddy owns the rock and Jay-Z has say yes. like we about to have Fenty
2: liquor yeah. house. and I'm so ready and crazy. Really so ready. is, love is the way like she has so much power and mm-hmm. so she's so smart about her moves mm-hmm. like she came out and shook the shit oh yeah I I all of these make you're supposed to do it yes but still ashy, yes. Still Let these no. Like, they are still ashy. It was and everything like mm-hmm. I ordered online, I ordered the lip mm-hmm. gloss, everything from start to finish mm-hmm. with my purchase was flawless. Oh, I had my and stuff like stay three stocked. days. Mm-hmm. They right. say stock. They sent me an email like two days ago. Mm-hmm. How's your stuff doing? Can you write a review for oh, us? Great PR team. I'm like, I'm <laughs> coming <Yes>. back. Like <laughs> Fenty lip gloss is popping. Oh, like shout out to Riri. It what was companies? crazy. I think one of the biggest things for black
0: companies mm-hmm. is the customer service. Yeah. by far.
2: Oh, because I, I got one well, that's I mean, going to get on my nerves. That a real customer-centered brand. Yeah, because I mean, <laughs> even in the city, we struggle with that a lot. Like, oh, And we, and these are people that you give feedback to oh, and you you heavens. want them to succeed. You I'm want like, them to be like, I love you, but you are making it so hard. Oh, you making it so Yeah, And like, my inner consultant, like, cringes. <laughs> I'm like, you are tearing your business oh, up. <laughs> be hard. And lazy. And you lazy. <laughs> and, like, you can fix it. that's a whole Like, you can work with and I'd be so frustrated. Like, I invested in this small i ain't gonna put them on blast but i ordered some stuff in <laughs> and all this is not Man. here and it i ain't crazy. seen it's it. like you don't yeah, want to stop sorry, supporting what? these companies and these people because they're you know a black-owned business but then at the same time it's like bruh like how many how much feedback can you get and your product or your service is still not improving he's still not
0: it's like because you don't care about your customers. You clearly don't That's like the number one
2: of any. You don't need business school to teach yeah, you that. No. Yeah. Those are the people that are in it for money. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's very clear okay. when they're in it for money. Yeah. They don't care yeah. about the transaction right. once it's over. The, you don't care about, you about you nothing, quality. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Because I was in shock. Like, I really felt like Rihanna was my big sister. Like, Let me tell you how this is like, yes, five stars because you're them. I had that lip gloss on, I was on Snapchat blowing kisses at myself. Like, I was like, this is amazing. I made made a Snapchat like,
0: who I need to kiss on somebody's son. Yes! Yes. Kiss (laughs) someone's young son. Yes. Seeing a brand should make you feel like that. Like, mm-hmm. 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 That makes so much sense that you identify yeah. with Rihanna's brand because yeah. your whole thing is confidence of what a yes. time to be a bad bitch a and taking pride in the bitch. fact that you are a bad bitch. Yes, yes. So We want
2: black women. Like once you get yeah. black women on your team, yeah. oh, you own. Oh, you see. Won't.
0: <laughs> So thank you so, 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 so much thank you so for much being a part man. of the podcast today. We appreciate you so much. Oh, yes. We you you
1: love what you're doing. Yeah, thank D-O. you do. We love the brand. Thank you.
2: you know, we you be an audio birthday. We an like,
0: So, uh... Real quick, uh, tell our audience what she'll be doing next. If there are any dates, drop some dates. Yes, Give of us course. your social, social media, media handle. Oh, yes. Well, first, I will you.
1: give my social media handle. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at keep it on the Delo. Yes. That is keep it on the D low. Um, I really don't utilize my Snapchat like that, but my IG stories will be fucking lit, and for the next five days, you will see a lot of patron and titties. Um, I have <laughs> two events. As soon as I get back in town next week, October sixth, I will be the headliner um, at this event called Battle of the Sexes, hosted by Miss Candace Crutchfield. Um, and then the following day, I will be hosting a kids' um, clothing show and a modeling show. So that would be great. I'm also gearing up something for November. I'm okay. cooking. I'm All cooking. Right. I ain't gonna drop you know. the exact date, but I'm gonna just tell you niggas now. We gonna keep y'all informed.
2: Keep me informed. The D is a treasure. Yes. Yes. And yes. an enjoyable treat. Oh, thank you. Where can we get the shirts? We're gonna get. Yes. Oh, baby. Shirts.
1: Anytime you just hit my line. Um, if you would like a shirt, I'm open to DMs. Um. I'm a gutter bitch, okay? You can text me for the shirt. I pull up, I do drop
2: offs. Yes. Yes. I, I like the weed. Don't man.
1: Play. I'm telling you, <laughs> I do drop offs because I care about my people and I care about my brand and I'm gonna sacrifice everything I get down on my knuckles for my brand, so just let me know if you want to you know sure hit me up again that's keep it on the D-E-L-O y'all be
0: good alright guys (laughs) we are signing off this is episode what eight no nine (laughs) Nine, nine, nine. I'm reading episode eight it's episode
2: nine we have one
0: more until ten you guys and y'all know how to
2: get in contact with us on social media on Instagram and Twitter we are the New Kids LLC on SoundCloud we are the New Kids Detroit you can also find us on itunes at the new kids llc um anything else y'all um advertising oh yes we um are advertising we are sending out advertising contracts and information so if you would like to advertise with the new kids hit us up yes also on facebook at the new kids llc but yeah if you want to advertise with the new kids hit us up we will be more than happy to work with you um anything else I think that's it. that's it.
0: That's it. Stay golden, pony boy. All right. You always want to say